True Reviews and Interviews. Welcome back. I am your host, True Justice. Joining me again is my good friend, Katie Kane. How you doing, bro? I'm doing okay, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. This is the first time I've had somebody join me for my uh, Daily Laws recap discussion. We're on week five. Glad to be here, sir. Glad to be here. Yeah. I've always, I always want to brainstorm these. I love doing them alone just to like put it out there, but I, I, I think this shit generates good discussion. And I, I like that you said that you might fucking pick it up and catch up to me so you can join some more discussion. I just, yeah. I well, love what it preaches. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. And uh, I am into reading books, man. And I feel like I don't have very many friends who are into it that much to... And maybe you're not super, but you're you're reading this shit and doing content on it. And I think that's the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Like, it's like a... a it's like a book club, yeah, and it's yeah. like a movie club. Yeah, I love it. And yeah. I'm with that shit because it's not like just we're showing up at fucking Town Sands Tea House to talk about the chapter we read. Yeah. It's like, nah, we're in a fucking drink beers and load <laughs> balls and pod, bro. You know, so the only clubs I'm, I'm interested in. I'm with that shit, <laughs> yeah. you know? I'm, I'm about that life, TJ. I love it. Yeah. This book has been a, a trippy as fuck for me just to see how it's timing out so well. So um, one of the laws today specifically um, – my uh my compadre he's uh doing a um like a seminar basically tomorrow and it's about what uh about starting a business and apprenticeship nice and um the importance of you know because he he wants to talk about how he was gonna go to school and started this whole thing and ended up leaving to join a apprenticeship for masonry and how now he has a uh, his own business, um, self-sustaining, keeps growing, and he's very successful, and he wants people to know how to do it, so he's trying to spread the knowledge. Man, can I go? Yeah, I'll give you the info when we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, that just, it never got sold to me, TJ. Yeah. They wanted me to go to college because I was smart. Yeah. Yeah. But they, really, TJ? <laughs> yeah. They just wanted me to be like them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, and it was I'm, all part I'm, of the, and the I'm dream not, they were selling. Yeah, and I'm not like them, TJ. So I wish I would have been able to take that seminar when I was a kid in high school. Yeah, I'll make sure I get you the info. Cool. Especially, I should probably just shout it out to people. Um, uh, I'll make sure I share that at the end and then the info on the episode. Um, but it was the, the fucking law when I was reading it was about apprenticeship. So I was like, hey. In case you want to add this to your seminar, um, it's from this book I'm reading. If you want to credit them with it or talk about it at all, but it's like exactly what you're talking about. Word. And I think these laws are great for you to join and start with me because a lot of them are about the comparison between uh, education and just natural like, lived experience of learning. Oh, yeah, bro. The, ten, the eight years I spent in Portland, I learned way more yeah. than the fucking previous 25 years on earth, bro. Yeah. Just about life and growing weed and business and... So I'm on laws 29 through 35. We'll, I'll, I'll break down uh, each law, talk about a little bit of each uh, between the two of us, and get it going. Fucking law number 29 is become who you are. And what I really loved about this, shout out to my fucking homie P, because on Twitter he's like, that's it? That's the law? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to fucking read the entire book to you. I'm trying to give you a title. And then the show, I discuss what the meaning is, you know. That Damn just, it, Paul. Yeah, they're Damn just it. simply titled. So, you know, this one, uh, he talks about, you know, of course, this is the process of learning who you are and the importance of not conforming to other people. You know, we were born unique and we need to appreciate that. Yeah. And, um, and that's always a struggle, right? It's always a struggle to actually get comfortable with who you are, 
Yeah. And just actually be that at all times. Yeah, bro. I remember actually being in Portland and I can't remember what I was like happy about. But it's like I remember talking to my mom and I didn't call her to be happy about whatever I was happy. It was just like we were talking and I was like, oh, this happened. She's like, well, this, I'm like, and it was like disappointment that I wasn't doing something that she thought I should be doing. Yeah. And I was like, man, can't you just be grateful that I'm not fucking up and I'm doing what I want to be doing? Yeah. Or how many times do you hear people say, just be normal? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does I, that I mean? I hate that too, <laughs> dude. You know what I mean? The, I had a, a, an ex-girlfriend that you see. like, that's not normal. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not normal. Yeah. Or why can't you be more like your cousin? <laughs> like, yeah. Or something, you know, something yeah. like that. People hear, people hear that all the time. It's like, it, it's 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 picking out people of example at like their perfect, their perfection of that time and expecting your worst moment in that moment to be compared to that. It's never fair. No. It's never because nobody's perfect. And that's no. and and uniqueness should be celebrated more. I truly believe that. Yeah, different is good, man. Yeah. And that man, yeah. I'm I'm, so I, I'm Yeah. It's <laughs> dude, yeah, that's I hate to just uh go back to music, but yeah, bro, I'm not making no more rap rap shit. Yeah. I'm making different fucking weird. Yeah. Cool and there's rock probably and roll a lot shit. of unnecessary tug of war in your brain about that transition there is point. man because everybody's like hard liquor mary jane anytime yeah. i post something new somebody always comments yeah. that or this is us is my jam it's or, like the i love it but they love it and it's like we need to focus on what we love yeah man it's my fucking art yeah. i gotta fucking feel good about what i wrote and recorded and and this this comparison isn't necessarily um on any pathway that you're going on it uh, with the music but since it's my true reviews and interviews show and i discuss movies and tv quite often i did an episode recently talking about the show euphoria <laughs> and um spoiler alert if you haven't seen it fucking get with the program or you're not gonna watch it so you don't care but I, man i was checking out raised by wolves and that was next to it yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna watch those episodes of raised by wolves yeah, and I, check out euphoria. yeah i hope you do because i want to talk to somebody about it too especially when they wrap up this season but there's a scene in, I believe it's season one, so most people who watch it should have already seen that because we're on season two, but where uh, his name's Cal Jacobs in the show, and he's a, he's a grown man. He has a hidden secret of wanting to um, sleep with men or transgender females, um, you know, and it really gets to this point of when he's really trying to figure out who he is, and he, he meets up at the motel with somebody who is a, uh, Appears to be male, just um, just a gay man, not transgender. That's what it appeared to be. I didn't really dive into it. But, you know, the guy walks in and he sees Cal Jacobs standing there and he goes, ooh, you're actually hot or something like that. And, like, he's all, you know, what do you need from me? What do you need? But he doesn't want to do anything this time. He doesn't want to fuck. He wants to talk. For the first time, he wants to have an open discussion about being, you know, lost and finding out who he is. And the guy that's in there who's openly gay, says something so profound to him because he's like, I don't know, honey. He's like, everybody knows who I am. And, you know, it's like him telling him this successful man who puts on this, lives this phony life is miserable. He's got money. He's got success. He's got the wife and the two, uh, two boys who uh, seem to be, you know, little protégés of his. 
And then here's this booty call man walking in, completely comfortable and fine because he's who he is. Yeah. You know, he is, and he knows it, and he doesn't hide it. And I was just like, what a what a cool little lesson to learn in the show. That's why I like the show. It's got so many of those moments. That's cool. Yeah. I, I feel like that around rap homies sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, like like, like the BBB homies, like when I, my fucking hair was dyed red and yeah. shit, and I sh- and everybody's just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because like, it always generates a question. So yeah, and I like that. Cool. That's King. That's, yeah. that's King. Like, like you don't recognize that by now. You don't know that by now. It might be fucking purple next week. It might yeah, be. you just that's King. Yeah. So I I don't know, man. I can relate to being comfortable enough in your skin. Yeah. To. Do what the fuck you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I, I don't want to be a girl or anything like that, but if that's what a guy wants to do, fuck, cool. And fucking do it. Yeah. And I, and I saw a meme, though, and it was a Dave Chappelle. I don't know. Maybe he said it in one of his stand-up specials, but the meme was like, to what extent do I have to participate yeah. in, in your new self? Yeah. And I thought that was cool because it's like I'm not trying to offend, but it's like if I could tell you're a dude and I you're voice sounds like mine and you're wearing a dress like fuck sorry if i call you man or dude i feel like i'm talking to one because you are one you know what i mean like i don't mean to offend you but i have to fucking pretend like you do you know what i mean that's your thing you know well that's a different topic entirely i'm sure i mean like yeah i I won't even dive into it on this one but it's it yeah it's 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 another argument that i believe is just uh, forcefully fueled to divide yeah, us even yeah. more. Agreed, TJ. It's, so yeah, I will leave that alone. But on on the comfortable, and it sounded like a date going down, right? On the shows, what what was happening in that scene? Yeah, like you know, like the you know uh, sidestep in booty call in the motel kind of thing. You know, he would usually sneak over there to sleep with who he preferred to actually sleep with, who was not his wife or women in general. Oh, uh, okay. And so, but he's trying to you know cry about how he doesn't know who he is and wants some empathy, but this guy clearly gay isn't hiding it you know he doesn't relate because he he knows who he is and everybody who knows him knows who he is and he's more comfortable than this guy is and typically you imagine that guy's got to be pretty comfortable living the life but he's miserable because he's not being who he is okay so that reminds me of this post on ig that i saved um it's a girl that is an actor and a writer and a filmmaker i met her at uh la skins film fest in 2019 uh-huh. her name is glenice hunter um and she's about our age and she's a real real pretty girl i think she's from new york so fuck i don't know algonquin or some one of those tribes over there is what she was but she's like mixed with i think dominican she's smoking hot um but i followed her on ig after that I don't know if you want to play it on the show. It's maybe like a minute or two long. Yeah, we could do that. Um, but I wanted to, it made me think of this dude because she talks about the perfect date. And it's, she talks about, and I don't even know if she still talks to the dude because she sounds like it was a long time ago. Yeah. You know? Um, but it, it just, uh, the, the question that he asks her, because she's talking about her art, right? Yeah. Any, anytime I've been on a date, it's like, well, what are you into? It's like, what do you do for work? It's like, fuck, I drive Lyft and Uber. Yeah. It's like, I do podcasts, I do music, I do films, I do, you know, I do all this other shit that yeah. I fucking love to talk about. If you want to hear me <laughs> talk about it, 
You know what I mean? And so that's how she was at her day. And the question that he asked her is so fucking real, bro. Um, how do I get to my saved post? Here we go, saved. Oh, you got it. Okay. You want the volume up now? All right. Okay, hold on. So, I went out on this date with this guy. Ten minutes in, I knew he wasn't for me, but I knew he wasn't for me. Okay, he my did bad. say something that till this day I can't get out of my head. We were talking about life and our wants and aspirations over wine, and he laughed and called me ambitious. And then out of nowhere, he looked at me and asked, do you ever think you can let go of everything you want? Like if you never achieve your dreams, can you still find happiness? Can you be at peace with your life? I felt everything around me stop. Can I be happy if I never achieve my dream? That's fucking. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's a hell of a fucking question to ask on a first date. Dude, yeah. And so. And maybe if more first dates started that way, people wouldn't end up with people they're not supposed to be with so often. You know? Yeah, man. Because if I got, I'd be like, yeah, but I'm not going to stop. Like, the process, like, I'm a process guy. Like, I just. I enjoy doing all of this shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like that's why I like film so much because it's like, fuck no, it's yeah. not. I don't. I don't just get a beat, right? Record. Yeah. yeah. I got to fucking call a shit ton of people, meet up, do all this shit that I'm uncomfortable with sometimes. But it's like, no, nah, you've been podding for a while. You're yeah. gonna do this shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll move on to law number thirty. Oh I my bad, you like this yeah. one too. Oh, Thanks no, for letting good. me put that in there. Yeah, man. no, this, yeah. is, this is why shout I wanted to, somebody to join me on discussion. Yeah, man. shout out to Glennie's Hunter yeah. too, because when I saw that girl, I was it made me almost want to cry. Because <laughs> I'm like, damn, like that is because it makes you think yourself too. Yeah, dude, because I, I it is it's pretty much all I care about. Like I always tell you guys that man, you guys get to see your kids all the time, and that's cool. You know, sometimes they piss you off, but. I wish I could, you know what I mean? And because I can't, I have to put my energy towards this. Yeah. And can I be happy if this doesn't work out? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy right now. I'm not too sad or depressed, you know what I mean? Like, And that coincides with this, I believe, because law number 30 is trust the process. Oh, no yeah, way. Yeah. Shut up. So, oh, yeah. man. And it's and I know you'll have some to add on to this because it's saying, you know, time is the essential ingredient to mastery. And Hell yeah. And I know you like to talk about the 10,000-hour the rule sometimes. Yeah. And um, things like that. And that's... Dude, Dee's talked about that in our interview, too. Yeah, man. yeah, that's I right. I want to be like, Lies, you better read that book, kid. Yeah. And it's... Because it's huge. It's... I think... And I think that's a perfect segue from... Uh, what we just listened to with that D bass question is, and I like how you said, yeah, you think about it and like, yeah, because you, that means you believe that you put your all into it and you worked at it. Cause I think the regret usually comes from the unhappiness comes from, or the unhappiness comes from regret. It stems from that of thinking like we didn't try hard enough or we didn't put our all into it. Yeah, man. And I think if we did try our hardest, we can't, there's nothing to be upset about, you know? Yeah, I agree, man. 
So I really, I really like that. I won't, we won't dwell on every law too much. We don't have too much to say on it, but uh, trust the process. And law 31 is the source of all power. I like trust the process, bro. Well, you want to talk, talk, talk about that? Okay, we can Hell talk about yeah. it more. Okay, scratch that. We'll go back. Law I, number 30, trust the process. Yeah, bro, because that, it is, man. Cultivation, like growing weed from seed to fucking flower. Yeah. Dude, it's such a fucking cool process to, to do and take part in. Yeah. And it's like, you're not, you're just, you're facilitating. Yeah. That that plant is going through its own life process and you get to watch it and try and make it better for it. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, dude, like that made me a lot more patient just with my art. It's like, okay, this guy's not answering his phone, so I'm going to call him again next week. You know what I mean? And then that just turned into, well, now I got to start producing my own shit, yeah. you know? And and it's uh, it's cool, dude. Like, I, it is, like, trusting the process is important. Like, cause sometimes it feels like it fucking sucks. Like, a couple weeks ago, TJ, it really fucking sucked. Yeah. But now it's like, nah, it's going to be all right. Yeah. You got, like, a couple of choices that you can make. Yeah, and it's, you know, it goes even to things like Muhammad Ali's infamous phrase of, you know, suffer now so you can celebrate for the rest of your life, you know. Oh, dude, um, I, yeah, D said that too, bro, in his interview. Did he? Yeah. Say, yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, he, he was talking about. Those moments of greatness we seek and we don't get there without struggle. And, you know, even as He didn't quote as, Ali, but he said the same shit, dude. Okay. He talked about, uh, it took me 10 years to get to this point. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he said, "Don't even talk to me unless you've until you've done this." I remember him saying that too. But, but he also said that I have probably ten more years yeah. to set myself up to just do what I love for the rest of my life. Yeah. And he goes, "I think people aren't ready to suffer for that." Yeah, and I am. Well, we know that. Yeah, we know that for a fact. There's so many people out there we see who um, who either you know just let it go. Um, didn't consistently do it, lost faith, lost hope, changed their path, whatever it may be. And we could see them now. We're like, and now they probably feel like it's too late to start back up. And it's like, if they just never would have let it go, yep. maybe they would have been in a much better place. Yeah, bro. And I did, like, I let music go for like seven years because I was growing weed. It's like I had a kid and it was like, I, I need to focus on this part because it's going to make money. And, I couldn't get the rec license. I could you know. Yeah. Shit just got overregulated for growers like me. It's like fuck. Yeah. It's not making money no more, bro. Yeah. There's too much weed in this state. You gotta. And that shit's it's heartbreaking to deal with that. Dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like uh, just a simple example. Um, a week or two ago, I had uh, scheduled a couple studio sessions to record some new music, and course fucking day before the two day now i think it was the day before all of a sudden i get this fucking runny slash stuffed nose going back and forth from hell and i'm like motherfucker you know and my wife's like you're still gonna go record and i'm like yeah the show's gotta go on like i gotta fucking get this shit done i scheduled it i, I don't want to 63 points man, yeah with the flu <laughs> and uh fuck it uh I went and I came back the first night and i told her i was like i got seven tracks done she goes what the fuck she's like i don't understand how you could do that with not being able to breathe out of your nose and i was like that's i've been doing this a long time i was like you know i've had to perform like this worse than this before you know you don't get those moments back you know and you're gonna regret not doing it more than you'll regret doing it yeah and 
And you know, that's like, that's such a minor example, but that's where it starts. It's, it's understanding that we can do things even when we are not at 100%. Oh okay. yeah. And we, it's even more important to do things when we're not, cause you're rarely, if ever going to be at a hundred percent. Oh bro. Yeah. When, when I moved to Portland, we were tagging adult fucking fish at Bonneville Dam. And after like the first week, my uncle Lippy, man, shout out to Lippy, Mark Whitman. He's training me. Right. So he's like been there for a year or two. After the first week, he's like, so what do you think? I was like, fuck yeah, Lippy, this is cake. He's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I could do this hungover and still not fuck up yeah, yeah. or hurt anybody or myself. He's like, all right. Yeah, that's, you know? that's mastery. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because I, I, I have tagged juvenile and adult fish in so many different situations on my reservation and surrounding areas on, on, on my tribes fisheries program. So when I got there, bro, it was like you push a fucking button and the fish goes in the tank. And then you just got to wait 30 seconds and then fucking tag it. And I was like, dude, I don't have to put on waders or go into fucking water where there's a current or, you know what I mean? I was like, this is cake. I could fucking, I could be half shot fucking headache. Still fucking do that. Cake. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, trust the process. You good if we move on? Yeah. 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 Trust the process, y'all. It's important. And and kids, if you're going to grow weed. Don't skimp on the myco. <laughs> Don't skimp on the myco. Uh, law 31, the source of all power. And this is touching more about knowing who you are, knowing deep down who you are. Again, the journey is of the utmost importance. And uh, what other note did I make? Uh, Wait, what was the law? Uh, the law is the source of all power. So it's knowing deep down who you are. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, So a reflection of law, the one before the last pretty one. much and okay. that's that's what it, they all tie in together so this one's all about making sure you understand that it's not an immediate process so trusting the process because it's not going to be in an instant yeah because that's what i tell myself too is i i wasn't always this positive with my friends and shit dude yeah i wasn't the guy saying hey man don't say it like that yeah say it like this <laughs> well and and just just and and in not instructing, but informing, like, yo, if you say it like this, it'll uplift. Yeah. And I've, I'm like, what the fuck, John? You know? Like, I, you know, I'm usually, I used to be a pretty salty fuck. Yeah. And it's cool to not be. Yeah. But it took a long time. Yeah. Like a long, and I had to make hard choices to make myself at peace and, and somewhat happy, I guess. Yeah. With what I'm doing with my time, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, sorry, Robert. Oh, I had to crack my neck. Robert Green. Uh, this is where the the lot uh, transitioned into the end of January. So February began, and he uh, decided to write a little uh, piece introducing us to the next set of laws. And he talks about a journey he was on after he completed college and moved. Um, he said he wanted to go practice the languages that he had learned. I believe it was like four languages he spoke at this point um, outside of just English. And he wanted to go spend some time in Paris and he, he spoke French or learned how to speak French in school. And he, I really liked this story he told because he said he got to Paris, loved it so much that he wanted to stay a bit longer. And he realized that the French that he learned in school was not the French that they speak in France. Yeah. 
And he said people laughed at him. It made him super uncomfortable. He didn't want to leave his room. And he realized if I want to stay here, I need to challenge myself and understand that I have to go put myself in these situations to truly learn if I want to be here. And he did. He fucking went out, made himself look foolish, asked questions. I can't stress how important that is to ask questions. And he said, he learned more in three months of doing that than he did in years of learning it in school. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's speaking and he said to this day, he could still speak it fluently and perfectly. And it's like he, he had uh, some of the previous laws talked about passion and making sure you attach to them and grow outward from it and stuff like that. And it's, I really just like that story because it resonates with everybody out there who's trying to, trying to master something and even when you believe you have it and you get around other masters of it genuinely and you find out that you might not be a master of it a lot of people might call it quits at that point oh feel yeah. defeated and he didn't because it mattered to him and that's important as well if you think you if you think you've got it down you find out that you're not the one you know think about an mma fighter in a small town fucking rolling the fucking octagon or the ring wherever he's at and then he fucking gets this opportunity and gets his ass kicked, he can either decide, oh, maybe I'm not that good or I need to work a little harder. And I think that's when a lot of fighters move to other cities to be around better trainers, more competitive fights. Dude, I I try and tell people that all the time that it doesn't, if, if I'm not at work and it's my free time and I'm not by myself and I'm working on it, like I want the people around me to be more skilled than me yeah. at certain shit. Otherwise, none of that's going to rub off, and I'm not going to get anything out of this time. I could be spending it by myself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And and I don't care who thinks I'm an asshole for it. Yeah. No, you know I, this I mean? is the perfect like, set dude, of laws like, to have you. Yeah, you're going to like some of these. Yeah. Cause I got a, I got. Uh, it's coming up. It's coming up. Not the next one. But, yeah, you're going to really like some of these. Because I don't know a lot of people like that or that talk about it or admit it or preach it to surround yourself or actually live by it. Some people might say they want to, but their actions don't show that they, they like to be around people either on their level or below. And it's like, yeah, you should, if you want, and that's fine. If that's what, if you don't have any more aspirations, but if you have those, you got to surround yourself around those people, more intelligent, more uh, experienced in those things that you want. So you can learn and start to grow to that level yeah the mma approach dude and like every time i'm at moses beats studio at at 4 a.m studios dude maybe he's fucking bothered by it like fuck he's always asking questions (laughs) but it's like i don't even have the same duh you know i'm I'm on logic not pro tools but it's the answer that you give me is gonna save me time googling and youtubing shit yeah, and that's, you know? that's and what's it, awesome about him. He likes to, he doesn't mind sharing. Yeah, and I, because I, that's the shit that I YouTube anyway. So I, I dig that. And I don't know, YouTube, like you, you got fucking ad copy and graphics game and plus like just the, the output. Yeah. I was telling Aaron that, but I was like, he's like, well, yeah, you work hard on your art too. I was like, yeah, I'm not as consistent as he is though. Yeah. And I don't have as much shit going on as he does. So. Yeah. I got to fucking get tighter, yeah. more consistent. You know what I mean? Shout out to Moses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, law 32 is submit to reality. And I really fucking love this one. And I love it because I, 
it, it's I have a personal attachment to it. Um, I've spoken to a lot of people who went a different route and regret it. I've spoken to people that went a different route and actually appreciate it as well. But for me, um, I just we talked about this earlier. I don't even know if it was on the show or not. But the dream that we have been sold is education, and this is this touches on. Robert Greene says there are three levels of education in your life, and that is being educated by your parents, being educated at school, and being educated by the world. And the third contradicts the first two. Fucking does. And that's, I was that's like, my, holy fucking shit. That's my issue, dude. That's why I can't hang out with them. Yeah. I'm it's, like, like, it's the same fucking world. How come you guys didn't say this to me? Yeah. I don't want to, like, I don't, I'm not. I'm saying that to my kids. Yeah. Like, no. Like, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to lie to you, kid. Yeah, because you hear this story all the time. People in our age group especially and older, they're like, yeah, my parents fucking lied to me about everything. I had to find out the, a lot of people found it the hard way because of that, and they lose trust. They yeah. do. I do, <laughs> like, I do bro. Yeah. And you the know. same thing with the education system. It's like, you know, going back to Robert Greene's story, um, if if a, if you're paying if you're paying collegiate prices for education in a different language, why would they not take that time and acknowledgement into getting somebody who speaks the authentic language so it could actually be used properly? Like, how do you feel paying for that lesson only to go there and find out that you don't speak it the right way? You Dude, know? yeah, and just I don't know, bro. I got real issues because, bro, I caught my felony charges my senior year of college. And it was such an accomplishment just to still fucking finish and, and walk. But as far as the value of those classes, my degree's in PR. Yeah. None of that shit in those PR classes applies anymore, bro. Yeah. It just doesn't work like that. It's like, I guess it's historically relevant to see what companies did and didn't do. But that process is fucking ancient. It's not like everything is way more efficient. That guy doesn't have a job anymore. If if he was lucky enough to retire off of this job, good for him. But you guys sold me some bullshit. Yeah. This doesn't exist. It's not that, you know. And so, I don't know, man. It just booked. I don't want to sell that to my kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the shit that was relevant was the production classes. I learned, yeah, how to, I learned how to write a script key, right? and, and, like, and shoot and edit and, you know what I mean? Find out what the goal is and find out what the route is there. Find out what the quickest route is, what the uh, proper route is. Find out what the hard route is and figure out which is actually the right way to do it. I mean, yeah, and college is not the fucking cheapest route anymore, yeah. bro. Yeah, and that's, you know, going on to what my guy's uh, seminar is going to be about, too. He compares those prices. And it was pretty fucking cool to see that breakdown. And it's not always going to be the same for everybody. But in his case, it was like, you know, like four years in, it was like this uh, profit of like 100, I want to say six figures compared to being in debt six figures. And, you know, you hear people say the craziest thing I did was um, pay for this schooling to get a job just to get a job to pay for the schooling I went to. Yep. And it's like, what? I hope it was something you were truly passionate about at least. And most times it's not, it's not. Yeah. And yeah, my advisor, my freshman year at Wazoo told me that he's like, you don't have to be here yeah. for what you want to do. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking. Yeah. Cause like, fuck, <laughs> like, what, what am I going to tell my mom? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I dropped out a bunch, dude. And so when I decided to go back and finish, it was just like, fuck, 
getting in trouble. We're just like, I still got to finish. I, you know? Yeah. And it was a girl. It was a girl I was with at the time. There's always a girl. Dude, that's <laughs> why I'm like sitting there questioning my moves on why I'm here right now, TJ. And it's like, God, John. Fucking love songs and shit, man. Whatever. Hey, it happens. Yeah. I guess I'm just a big sap, TJ. <laughs> I'm no, I'm finding that out about you. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Law 33, what the mentor needs. And I like the title of that because it intrigued me a little bit because you usually don't think about that. The mentor seems to be the one who has what you need. And this is what the mentor needs. And it's talking about do not underestimate your own ability. You have to offer something to your mentor. And I think any good mentor out there knows that they still have things to learn. I do. I think oh, yeah. they have that open mind of learning from their apprentices and the people interning for them, following them around, helping them out, whatever it may be. And they probably just often don't get it because people usually look at it in reverse. Like I can't tell them anything. I can't help them learn, but you right. do have things to offer. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So spoiler alert. There's a scene in episode six of Boba Fett where Luke Skywalker is training Grogu. Uh -huh. And Grogu's like off like in the creek or something on a rock or something. And Ahsoka Tano comes up to talk to Luke Skywalker. And Ahsoka Tano's like, oh, it looks like he's he's doing well. And he goes, and, and Luke Skywalker goes, sometimes I wonder if his heart's in it. And Ahsoka Tano goes, so much like your father. And I'm like, oh. So when you're talking about mentorship and shit, like, she got trained by his dad yeah. to be a Jedi. And now he's, you know, yeah. training someone else to be a Jedi. And it's, you sound just like your pop. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, fuck. It is. And, and Luke just kind of, he does. It's like you say right there yeah. in, in that law. It's like he takes a step back and he's like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. I, like that. I, I gotta kinda, check that episode out. Yeah, bro. Things. It's, oh. All the all the cameos are like, oh my god, oh my god, oh there he is, yeah. I'm stoked. Yeah, I'm sure Aaron and Kay are like, fucking shut up up there. <laughs> you are down here going ape hey, shit? Fucking Star Wars. <laughs> all right, we got two laws left uh, this week. So uh, law. Wait, can we take a break? Can, can I kind of go pee real quick? Yeah, go all ahead. Right. Yeah. Back. Oh, you're good. Yeah. The cool features on here. You don't even know how long we were gone. You don't even notice we were gone. <laughs> But we're back. Um, so Law 34, you have one goal. And that title pisses me off because I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean, all the rest of this shit doesn't matter? I um, know, <laughs> dude. That's my hard, yeah, um, focus and shit. But this one's talking about opportunities and uh, it preaches about practical learning and um, as opposed to the standard standard form of learning we're taught in education. So it just touches a little bit more. It's a reminder. A lot of the laws will come as reminders, and we'll talk about that. But um, just don't don't neglect any opportunity you have to learn in any foundation, any form. You know, if you have a way to do it, especially, um, you know, Kane just mentioned before we got back on was, you know, you could spend it. Sometimes you can make a phone call as opposed to watching hours on YouTube. Sometimes somebody has that quick answer for you, and sometimes you got to look for it. You know, my, my grandfather, when I was a kid, if I had asked him how to spell a word, his response was always the dictionaries in the other room. And I was like, fuck, you know, you could just tell me. But he knew that I would learn better if I had to go look at her, and he would find out how much it mattered to me. Oh, yeah. My mom, too, dude. 
I think she figured out when I was a teenager that she couldn't tell me shit. Uh, that's how I relate to your boy so much, too. It's like the hypocritical stance is fucking real back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just on a lot of shit, but she could give me a book, and I would read that book. Yeah. And the information that was in there would at least process through my brain, however my brain worked. Yeah. And that's that was cool about her because... I don't know, man. Preaching just doesn't fucking work yeah. for at least a kid like me. It didn't. Yeah. But if you gave me some information, and books were how information was pretty much processed back then. So yeah. I think it's yeah. all options, laying out the reality of options. And that's yeah. that's what that a million little pieces, bro. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I love kid that. just went through treatment. Let me give him this book because she read it before I read it. Yeah, which is important. Yeah. Yeah. I know of some people who hear about something and pass it on with good intent, but they don't actually know what the content is inside. Oh, no. <laughs> that's like, that's why I yeah. gave Lodge that fucking, yeah. that book I gave him, man. Yeah. I was like, nah, check this out. I wish I would have read this in high school, kid. <laughs> um, and our final law of this recap, I don't know, one of my songs just started playing on, I know it didn't come through the, the show, but that was weird. Fucking laptop's doing its own thing. Uh, law 35, last one for this week's recap is value learning above anything else. And, um, of course it touches on what we've been talking about, the importance of learning, but I like this one cause every once in a while, Robert Greene will leave us with a, almost like a challenge or some homework. And in this one, it encourages you to, um, obtain one piece of advice from someone who's a master in their profession in your life. Um, you know, reach out to somebody who you believe has mastered something or has the experience that you seek and just get one piece of advice. Start from there and see if it helps you, see where it takes you. Fuck, that's tight. Yeah. Good man, I just talked about that with Moses, bro. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah exactly. I knew yeah. you liked these ones this week because yeah. you don't want to end up that guy that looks back and regrets because you didn't ask more questions I or you didn't I take I fucking had that guy in the room for three hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you gotta shoot your shot. That's how I met George Lopez. You yeah. know, it's like that's how I got to meet him. Cause I, I, and I would have regretted that forever if I didn't shoot my shot and try. You know, it's like yeah, and and I'll live with that forever, feeling like yeah. I succeeded in that little aspect of my life. You know, well, it, yeah, dude, it's uh, Did I said George I, Lopez or Lopez. I have a bad tendency uh, of saying. No, I think Lopez. you said Lopez. Okay, good. Nah, but it's um, having the balls to holler, too. Most people are afraid. Yeah, yeah. That's opportunity knocking. Yeah. You got the balls to go and answer the door, or you're going to sit there and be like, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, I'm fucking high. No, nah, I'm drunk. A lot of people peek out the blinds and won't answer the fucking door. Some Dude. people go hide in the bathroom. Yeah. Some people turn <laughs> off the fucking lights in their own home instead of answering the door. Just makes yeah. the music, and it's, it blows my mind. And, dude, I uh, I grew up a nerd. I was pretty introverted, but right around high school, I started getting comfortable with who I was, and I was smoking weed, so that probably helped. Um, but when we'd go out, to, I, I like I, I I didn't have a problem talking to girls, right? It's like, oh, fuck, she looks good. What's up? What's your name? I'm John, you know. And a lot of the homies be like, man, what the fuck? You just walk up to? Them. I'm like, yeah, that's what you do. They're like, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm afraid to talk to hot girls. It's like, dude, she is always going to respect that you had the balls to holler. Yeah. The worst thing she's going to say is no. Yeah. 
no, I don't want to tell you my name or no, I don't want to talk to you. That's fine, bro, if you can't deal with that. Yeah. Like, that's that ain't shit. Like, you got to be able to take that and yeah. move on. Yeah, you have to you know learn I mean? to live with rejection and grow from it, you know? Yeah, man. Because yeah, that, that's, and that's a TV good, show, but that's, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like Will Smith in that show, he hollered at everything he was interested in. And he missed many, many times, but he always sees those opportunities. Oh, yeah, like, dude. You know, like and he, I, I'll do the If I think a girl looks good mm-hmm. and I'm not in a relationship, yeah. I will try to talk to her for five more minutes. Yeah. And, and, and I'll try sometimes to smile. To, and, I know, rather than walking away and go, I should have done it. I should have tried. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. are not going to die. No, nah, <laughs> man. People need to say that more often. Yeah. Shout out to C-Ray because I fucking live by that shit now. I ask myself. Um, I just I just completed a, a two day course um, through work for a coaching clinic, and it was uh, it was dope. I I don't like crowds. I don't like uh, I don't like talking about feelings or uh, vulnerable shit with people I don't completely know or trust fully with that. And you know these trainings they put you in those situations and. And I, uh, you know, I, I purposely would volunteer a couple of times to put myself in an uncomfortable situation to push myself and, you know, to get up in front of everybody and do the role play and, you know, raise my hand more often than I usually would because that's the only way I'm going to show myself. Um, you know, it reminds me of uh, years ago when me and my wife first started dating and I was performing quite a bit at the time. And a, a little while later after that, I was realizing how much anxiety she had with uh, public speaking or talking and things like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I get it. I mean, I get nervous. You got, she's like, you get nervous? Hell and I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah, I get nervous. Are you kidding? She's Fucking like, you, you would never tell. What do you mean? And that's the thing. Papa Bezel. We just learn how to. Papa Bezel. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Blackjack. Learn how to get through it, right? Because you push yourself through Roll it. Roll a dollar, do a dime. Papa Bezel, get this. Get sexy off of this. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Oh, but. it was a good, good <laughs> song by Blackjack from, from back in the day, man. But um, I don't know if you remember the first time you were on stage. But my first time was a shit show, bro. Huh. And and I could have let that kill me, right? I could have let it end it all, and I didn't, and I'm glad I did. And it honestly, it, it wasn't... Uh, this might be my ego speaking, but it wasn't not necessarily because of me. I, I was up for a group thing, yeah. and one of the guys in the group was not particularly liked in this town by these this crowd, so uh, it was bound to go pretty bad. But even being a part of that and affiliated with being booed off stage completely where you don't finish your set and you walk off, like, that's defeating. Yeah. And you learn. And I'm, I'm thankful every day that was my first time because. Fuck, dude. I got to ask that question when I have you on my podcast again. I'm going to catch that whole story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've talked about my, my time over there. Cause I, was I, not I, heavily discussed, but I experienced a lot of shit. Yeah. Learned a lot. Cause yeah. I, I think I was in Pullman when I, but dude, when I was in fifth grade, me and Leotis did a dare rap oh, yeah, song. Yeah, you told me that. So that was. We performed that in front of the high school when we were in fifth grade. And see, that would be that seems like I don't know because you got a mixture of uh, humility at that age, right? Like, there's sometimes you're you're comfortable because you're a kid, but other times you're like you're a kid, so you're pressured as fuck. Oh, dude, we were nervous as fuck because we did it in front of our the elementary school, and it was no sweat. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like cool. Like, oh, dude, yeah, it was hot. It was like hot girls. You know what I mean? Like. 
And, and they it probably was like, thought y'all were fucking awesome. Dude, they, they did. did. They all cheered us on. Like, <laughs> that was like a big confidence boost as a you kid. you know how many of them yeah. probably watched y'all and thought, like, I never would have been able to do that yeah. at that age. Dude, it, and it was at the uh, the auditorium where they do the, the plays. The dra- I remember doing drama class in there later on when I was in high school. And it just... It was. It was cool. And we had, like, eight homies that were, like, break dancing and shit, too, while we were performing. So it was it was pretty cool. I I've, I don't think there's footage of it, but there's footage of my, my pop. He worked at the college in Lewiston at LCSE, and they had, like, a, a little stage where they would, they would film interview stuff. This girl, Margot Aragon, RIP, but she would do a an interview with people from the community on this same stage. It had like a plant and it's only like a foot tall. You know what I mean? But they had a, uh, it's a stage with lights and stuff. So my pop brought us in there on a weekend or something. And we wrapped it on there. And I think my cousin Teresa has the the videotape. I'm like, dude, you got to upload that to YouTube and tag me in it. You know what I mean? But it, it just, uh, yeah, that was probably the first show and it went okay. But as a rapper, rapper, I was doing, I think I was in Pullman, and it was in college, and I think it just, it probably just went good, yeah. you know what I mean? But the nerves that you felt were probably... Oh, yeah, massive. dude, because, yeah, because in college, too, it was like, I don't know, dude, I'm a fucking kid from the res, yeah. and there's a bunch of bomb girls who are from the city, and not only that, but a bunch of other talented artists and people that I do want to work with. And so I I want them to think my shit's cool. Yeah. You know? And that's the cool thing about performing, too. I wonder, I'd like to talk to Deese if he feels that as well. Because I yeah. know there's got to be some similarities but some differences when you get up there. And I fucking commend any fucking stand-up comedian because they're up there with their voice only. And in, 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 in uh, music, you know, you got you got music instruments playing behind you some way, so you have something to support you. But uh, you transform up there. Oh, yeah. Dude, you transform into somebody else, and that feeling is the greatest fucking feeling ever. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it, it, it was. Yeah. It, it like is. You feel like a fucking god up there sometimes, and it's... I haven't it's, done I it in a long time. I not that to people who haven't experienced it. And, I, yeah, I haven't done it in a long time either, and I yeah. don't think I ever will, honestly. I'm going to do some yeah. more shows, but... It's not gonna be like I have to. Yeah, it's weird to. But because it, yeah, it's un, it's unexplainable. If you haven't been there, you just don't know that rush of adrenaline of nerves in the beginning, and then once that fucking shit goes, you feel like a whole different level of being. Yeah. And when you're well, done and you walk up, you feel like you, you you're floating. Yeah, like I can't, I can't get drunk and get high before. I do a 20 minute set now like and I have to do 20 minutes as this kind of artist and I have to have instruments on stage and it's just I'm like fuck I got I can't I can't smoke I did and I can't drink other otherwise I can fuck that's a long time dude and I can't I can't sing loud for that long if I smoke or I drink before so no you can't yeah and it's like damn that's a learning experience too Bro, it you is know, like limit is on that because because during that two hour one, it was a group thing. So, uh, like every four or five tracks, I wouldn't be on the track, so I got to you know bounce take off a breather, for a second, take a sip. But um, but yeah, I was drinking throughout, 
And so towards the end, you're like, oh, shit. I'm drunk. Luckily, I was still getting my shit going, but it was like, you have to pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. And I remember the first time I performed sober was unreal. The nerves were way worse than I've ever felt, but I felt like it was the best performance of my life. Yeah. And it's just crazy. I mean, we should wrap this one. I'm, I'm fucking cold, but what are you going to say? Oh, uh, DeNovo and I, too, we, like, that was, we would always have a bottle and a mix and some ice, some cups, but when, when it was, like, liquor mixed with the, like, Hypno oh, or yeah, fucking yeah. Alizé or something, you know? Yeah. Fuck, dude. <laughs> we'd, ha- we'd tell each other, like, two cups, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold each other down. Yeah, dude, because we, like, the times where we, we wouldn't do that, we'd be on stage and, like, whoa. Yeah. You know? Like good, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. All right, you know, yeah. and it's it's not cool to be that fucked up when yeah. you're supposed to be performing. Yeah, because you, know I mean? you don't even understand from what it looks like from the crowd's view. Like you look like an idiot. Yeah, right? and you might not even realize that you're not sounding as good as you really do. And yeah, it's a whole yeah, whole different shit. But yeah, can't wait to talk about that more another time. Okay, yeah, let's wrap this one up. So this is the weekly recap of the Daily Laws Week Five. Uh, laws 29 through 35 be back next week with more and we're going to leave you with the uh the real value of this week was learn ask questions learn seize every opportunity you have don't fucking regret it later and we out